Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful week wherever you are. I'm happy to report that my newsletter appears to be working finally. That's something I had a little bit of a learning curve to overcome, I have to admit, uh, getting the website form to sync up with the automation. But good news for those of you who've signed up, and thank you. You should now be getting your weekly notices about the latest episodes and all the great things that we're going to be talking about. So yay for small victories. Today we're talking about why I think it is perfectly okay to enjoy a taste of home on the road, no matter what anyone else might say. There are all kinds of people and travel quote-unquote experts who will tell you that there is a right way to travel and a wrong way to travel. They'll turn up their noses if you tell them you're staying in a run-of-the-mill motel instead of a rustic, privately-owned villa. They'll sniff that taking a guided tour on a bus is inauthentic and cheesy, and you should be navigating the roads and railways on your own instead. And don't get them started about what and where you choose to eat. The food has to be local, hard to get back home, and the restaurant should be listed in the Michelin Guide with at least one star next to its name, preferably more. While I agree a lot with that sentiment in theory, I also know through experience that there are a lot of reasons why sometimes, or a lot of the time, That kind of travel isn't possible or even desirable. Sometimes it has to do with limited time. Sometimes it's budget. Sometimes the place where you're traveling simply feels like such a big leap out of your comfort zone that you'll feel better if you get a taste of home along the way. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It took me a while to come to that conclusion, though, and to make peace with it. For example, I remember many, many years ago, going to a medieval-style banquet at an old palace north of London. It's the kind of thing where tourists eat at long banquet tables while actors in medieval dress serve the food and perform music from the medieval period. And of course, all that is very touristy, and the travel police might bust me on that one (laughs) right away. But it's a way of enjoying a very historic place. And in fact, this palace was where Queen Elizabeth I grew up. So I thought then, and I still think now, that it's fantastic when people in the modern era can enjoy old spaces in a way that helps them imagine what they were like hundreds of years ago. What I remember most from that night, though, was the actor who was playing the role of King Henry VIII. He was really engrossed in his role as Lord of the Banquet, sitting lopsided on his throne overlooking the banquet hall with one leg hanging over the arm of the chair. He was chomping on a chicken leg and making bombastic declarations here and there while pretending, or I hope he was pretending, to drink large amounts of wine from a pewter goblet. At some point during the dinner, King Henry came over to visit the long table my friend and I were sitting at to see how everybody was doing. And he got into this conversation with a couple of American women who were sitting next to us. I'd say they were in their early 70s and very excited to tell King Henry all about what they'd been up to in London over the past few days. He listened and was pretty polite for King Henry VIII until one of the ladies began a new story with, we were in Burger King and... 
Henry VIII then stopped her mid-sentence and said, Burger King? Isn't that an American restaurant? And the lady very earnestly said, yes, it is. King Henry was not amused, and using his most booming, bombastic voice said, well, what's the point? And for many years, I thought I agreed with that. I mean, what's the point of going over to a foreign country and eating food you can find in any typical American strip mall? But over time, I've come to accept that I really can't judge, because I've been to Burger King in Paris, McDonald's in India, I've been to Starbucks in Russia, and that's just the beginning of the list. And there are many reasons why I and many other people do that. A lot of it just has to do with seeking comfort or seeking something familiar in an unfamiliar place, looking for something inexpensive, convenient, or just because traveling can be stressful. So seeking out something familiar with full awareness that you're doing it can be a way of taking a little break, catching your breath, and then getting back into the unfamiliar so you can continue learning and growing. So King Henry VIII, I realize you might lock me away in the Tower of London for this, but I salute those American ladies who went to Burger King and unabashedly admitted it. I got the feeling they hadn't traveled overseas much, if at all. And okay, maybe they didn't have a fully immersive experience in England, but they got over the pond. They got to the foreign country. They experienced some of it and hopefully their horizons expanded. A baby step into the unfamiliar, in my view, is better than nothing at all. And if having a taste of home makes the experience more comfortable, helps you build and maintain your confidence, I say go for it. One final note on why I have a new perspective on this little story. Five years ago, I got married to a man from England. So now London is my home away from home, And every time I go, I'm fully immersed in that culture. No tour buses, no cheesy tourist shows. But the food when we go out? My husband and his British friends and family usually go out for Indian curry or Chinese food or pizza. (laughs) Not fish and chips, although occasionally we'll do that. London these days is a melting pot with some of the best food from around the world. Going out for almost anything has become authentic for the Brits. And I'm pretty sure it's not just the tourists keeping Burger King open and booming. Thanks again for listening to Beautiful Baggage. Keep collecting those experiences, even the ones that are cheesy and touristy. And if you enjoy listening to the podcast, let others know. The best way to do that is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever other podcast platform you use to listen. Happy travels and see you next time.